Welcome to part two of Dinner at the Crosses 2. This is going to be episode 31, and we're going to continue our discussion with Nate Ross and my husband. So we continue through this journey talking to these two young men about what their life has been like. And we talk about some pretty timely subjects that are not necessarily for all ears. So although there is no foul language, you might use caution playing it in your car if your children are in your car with you. That kind of thing. Use your due diligence. So let's get started. Okay, I, I, I'm a, I've been a Christian for like what, two years. Uh, but before that, I didn't think, I probably didn't care about how many people they were with. I didn't care about a lot of that stuff, but you really do get a lot of morals and values out of the church. And then it kind of makes you look at things differently. And you can see a lot of the problems in the country are because of certain things. And it's like, oh, they just want to go out there and, you know, sleep around. They want to be whoever they want to be. They want, oh, they want to kill the kid, you know, abortion. They, they can't afford it. You know, it's like you see a lot of that after having different morals and values from the church, I think. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I want a modest woman. I don't want a woman that's been around, you know, it's like, it's, I want a woman that's like precious to me in a way. You know what I mean? We've been going through this as far as women go, because obviously we're, we're young, we're single. Well, I don't know. Kind of single, kind of not. <laughs> not so single. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know. We're seeking good godly women, and it's like, it's almost unfortunate because, I don't know. Because you waited so long and you didn't get married in your 20s? No. it's. I, I'm not saying that. I mean, I don't know. Ideally, you would, obviously. Uh, right. Yeah. Not that either of you were were marrying material. No. No. In your 20s. not. You know, so, I mean, that's really, had you gotten married. Probably would have been cash you, yeah. It probably would have been a negative outcome, but... But moving forward now, yeah. Now that now that your head's a little bit more straight, you're ready to get married. So I don't know what I've come to to what I've come to believe. Almost like got the gospel. I mean, it's almost like I can't even refute it anymore. You know what I mean? It's like I I try, you know, and even Ross tries to like get me off of this sometimes because it's like yeah, it can't just be that black and white. But it almost almost in every case that I can find it seems like it's that black and white. And it's the fact that like for a man, unfortunately to entertain a woman, like you, first of all, obviously respect is massive. All right. So if you lose the respect of a woman in any way, shape or form, which there's a tons of ways that men do that, that we we do that because we wear our hearts on our sleeves, you know, but it's like, if you lose the respect of a woman, might as well chalk it up, forget it. You know, what do you what do you mean you lose respect? Uh, you meaning she doesn't respect you yeah, or you 100%. don't respect her? No. She doesn't respect you. 100%, yeah. So what do you yeah, mean like by that? It seems like a woman's attraction to a man is finitely displayed by the amount of respect that she has by you. If I had to put like I don't know how else to put it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's directly correlated. Okay, you know but I mean? I, respect is such a a weird word. I want <sighs> you to clarify Gosh. it a little bit. I don't know. It almost have to be like scenario based, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's like um, it's it comes down to games. I, I think 
it, it, it's it's like mind games in a way. He, a, he he'll say it's like if you're blowing her up or something, I guess. And blowing her up, you mean texting her a lot, calling yes. her a lot, yes. right? Okay. It's like well, she's gonna lose respect for you and lose interest, and she's gonna she's gonna look elsewhere. Uh, no, the funny that's so funny because that's what girls are often accused of doing. Blowing a guy up. Right. Just texting him all the time, trying right, to call is, him all the time. Which trying I think to, is okay on that side. We don't care about it. We don't care. We would I like that. You know, the problem is is if you're a man and you do that, yeah. even if she is significantly attracted to you, you have let's just say you let's say she has A, B, C, D, and E. Are there, those are the, I got to have these, the dream guy has these, you got them all. Uh-huh. You hit everyone on the list. Right. All right. As soon as you start to, you know, it could be as simple as, you know, it's like, uh, again, we, we got plans. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, we got plans at five o'clock, you know, and, and she doesn't show up at five o'clock, you know, and it's like, okay, well, you just make it not a big deal. Yeah, show up whenever you want, you know, type of thing. It's like, okay, that's like, that's like a check off of the respect thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, obviously, she doesn't respect your time. Obviously, you're going to just put up with it. You know, it's like, it's almost like they play this game. It's like, how much can I get away with from him? And the more they get away with, the less they respect you. The less they respect you, the less they're interested in you. Okay, so so let's just take this time thing first. Because obviously, there's some other scenarios. I'm just trying to use that as something to get get going where we're trying to, to get going here. No, I understand. Because when you talk about respect with respect to (laughs) your time your word your commitment those are big things i think for everybody i think it's important to know that okay we have plans it's five o'clock i'm running late i'm gonna text my husband and tell him i'm running late right not a big deal not a big deal now if you just blow them off and you know i have ADD, I have whatever, I I get on a project, I get laser focused, time goes by, I mean, I'll go all day and won't eat, right? Won't drink until I'm like literally feeling lightheaded. It's like, oh, I haven't had anything to drink for like eight hours, you know? Then it's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I totally missed it. I totally got into it. Doesn't happen very often. Happens once in a while. On the woman's side? (laughs) Just rolled his eyes. Because on the woman, <laughs> on the woman's side, it really doesn't matter, though. You know what I mean? Like, does that does that bother you? You care less. Like, th- there's songs that are written like waiting on a woman. You know what I mean? Like, it just is what it is. Well, you did a lot of answers, so I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. I okay. Let's let's take you guys for instance. Okay, you guys started dating. We we're young. You know what I mean? Uh huh. If you chased her to the point where you were smothering her, you'd have backed off and you never would have gave him a chance. I don't think so. See, and that's kind of the argument I got. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, see, for me, for us, we had a very unique courting, I guess. Oh, I saw me talking to another woman. She's all over there pushing the other woman away. See, see, I think women there are, are women very, out there. Which, are, which is exactly what we're talking about. I think there are women out there that that's fine. But I think nowadays the majority of women, it would be a turnoff. They wouldn't even give you a second... <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. They lose interest. Immediately. Well, I, are they really interested in a relationship then? 100%. They're interested in a relationship, but they don't want to talk to you? I think those are... 
I'm telling you right Two now extremes of the, that you, know. you could have a woman and you're dating her for three months and she loves each and every single trait that you have as a man. And as soon as you lose respect, they'll even they'll even drag it on to the point because they know they like all the traits about you. All right. They know that the man that you are is the, is the type of man that they're looking for, but they can't help but not be attracted to you because they don't respect you. I don't know how else to put it. You know, it's like it's like they lose attraction based on respect. It's like it's like if a guy puts up with so much, it's like it's like I don't know if it's looked at as weakness or if it's looked at as I mean I don't know what you want to call it. You know what I mean? But I don't know if I don't know if respect is the right word. I would definitely use respect. It's like if they're taking advantage of you and you let it happen. The more you allow to let it happen, the least they respect, the less they respect you. Okay, now that makes more sense okay. as opposed to respect. As as but a that woman, is respect. Okay, that's how you define it. Let me tell you the woman's perspective. Okay, because I'm the other gender here. Where men have certain needs, right? You have to be visually attracted to the woman that you're with. Yeah. You need to pursue her, and we want to be pursued. That's how God to a point. That's how God created us. Okay, so yeah. Whatever that looks like in your marriage or in your relationship, That's there the has part. to be part of it. That has to be part of it. Because if she doesn't want to be pursued by you, she doesn't really want you. See, that's part of the part that we struggle with. Okay. We go back and forth about that all the time. Women want to be pursued. Now, we don't want to be... Good women want to be pursued. Right. I, I think that's the difference. Right. Now, we don't want to be... But even good women, they have this... It, 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 it's like primal. It's like... it. It's instinctual. They're, you know what I mean? It's like somewhat, some, yes. To a they, point. They want, they, they want they to be chased wanna, to a point. Yes. Yes. But it can be, it, it's like, it's like Anything it's on. Anything can go over the edge. But, but, but here's the, the issue with it is it's like, when you say something like over the edge, it's like, it's like you think of this like intoxicatingly pushing right. male. And it, that's not the case. It's like eggshells. It's like, oh, I went a little bit over. Forget it. It's like, oh, well, crap. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it, it, something, it, again, it's not as, it's not as far as, as, as that word would make it seem. You know what I mean? Like, again, I, I, I don't know. I've, I, I've, I've ruined almost every relationship I got with a woman because I chased them too much. You know what I mean? I'm talking about chicks that are madly in love with me. They want everything to do with me. And well, it's either that or you, or you open up too much to them. You know, you just, you can't. Then he thinks you can't talk about your feelings. You can't. That would probably be my next thing is that women need a sense of stability and security. The more, and it's not that you can't share. You just have to be careful. The more you share your true vulnerabilities does make you more vulnerable in her eyes. And she can't have you be vulnerable because she's vulnerable. She needs somebody. Especially not early on. Especially not early like, on. I mean, and and not all the time. You know, it's like you can you can be sick and be vulnerable. Okay, I'll take care of you when you're sick. But when you're but not you sick, you better get, better up, get back up and go to work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's I thing. don't know how I would take it. And maybe it's just because we're from a different generation. Well, and you guys have know also how, been together for what? I know, I know, but I'm thinking all my life. I don't know how I would take it if a man told me he was afraid of something. Probably not well. I don't think I would take it well. None of them would. 
you know, that's something for you and your buddies to share. Well, and that's like, I use that excuse. So I I use like a a wild out there thing. It's like, imagine being in a scenario. All right. And it's like, oh crap, half the house is on fire. Oh, right. You know what I mean? The woman's running through here. Like, honey, the house is on fire. You know what I mean? Imagine if the man's first reaction was, oh my gosh, the house is on fire. He can't do that. He just doesn't, like, he he could be thinking that and like, oh crap, the house is burning down. We're screwed. You know what I mean? And once the woman has children, she can't do it either. But what I'm saying is is he has to force back. Yes. So this is where we get in this argument because I'm like, what about COVID? He's like, hey. He's afraid of COVID. The women. Said who? Yeah. 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 But at the same time, I bet you the women that were dating men that all of a sudden they were scared of COVID probably lost respect for their men. I'd have to guess. There was so much, there's so much brainwashing going on with that whole thing. I mean, I don't know that the devil could have come up with a better plan than COVID. That whole thing is catastrophic. That that whole thing is catastrophic. Well, it still is. And it's still, you know, I mean, there's still, let's not even go into COVID right now. Anyways, oh. what I was saying is like, okay, so for for that instance, okay, the house is on fire. She comes up, you just like, honey, the house is burning down. In your head, you're probably like, oh crap, like, and you're probably thinking about stuff that she's probably not even thinking about. You're like, okay, well, you know, we still got to pay on this, we still got this, you know. Then then we're talking about, you know, I, I'm going to be off work for two weeks, and I can't afford to be off work for two weeks. But you know, all these other things come into your head, but you can't expose any of those to her. You know what I mean? You're you almost have to swallow all of the true feelings that you have and be like. It's okay. Get a bucket of water. I'll grab the hose. We'll handle this thing. You know what I mean? That's obviously this wild scenario. But I think that if you take it down to something as small as, you know, like, I don't know, you know, it's like car needs fixed. Yeah, I, I, I can't fix the car. I, I don't know. How I to- think that's what the scripture that talks about treating women as the weaker vessel means. Because we really do lean on the men in our life to fill that gap. To be, and even even as you have become an adult. But not at first. I mean, he's arguing with me about it. Maybe you see that now. Obviously been different scenarios. Yeah, but his his usual scenario is he doesn't want to be, so, and and I get it. I understand it. And and it's, it's, it's just out of pure genuine and because he has honest feelings for a woman that he doesn't want to. And I'm the same way. I have trouble with this. I probably push women away. Like I know this to be an issue, but yet I still have issues doing what I know. It's like, I'll still tell her, it's like, Oh gosh, the house is burning down. Like not good. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, he doesn't want to tell them. He doesn't want to tell them anything different than how he feels. It's like I, I want to be honest so with them one hundred percent. And so you can't say, "Oh, just tell me your feelings," right? And then as soon as you do, the right. it's finished. It's a yeah. trap. 100%. It is. It's the oldest. Yeah. Tra- it's one of the oldest traps. Yeah, yeah. Because they'll all tell you that. You talk to any woman anywhere. It's like, oh, I want a guy who's loving, who's sincere, who's who who will, who you know who can confide in me. It's like, no, you don't. As soon as you get that, you're out. You don't want nothing to do with that. Well, you want I somebody mean, who's loving and, and caring. To a point. And you want someone that's who the chick will... That's with the bad boy who doesn't care. No. Who has no feelings. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's, Can I finish? It's the truth. I'm a woman. I'm telling you. They want somebody who loves them. You want They want someone who cares for them. They want someone who shows that love in many different ways. Okay? We want you to be honest with us 
to the point that we can take it. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast and find value in what you hear, all I ask is you turn that value into a number and go to elainecross.com and make a donation. I freely provide my time, talent, and treasure to publish it, but I need your help to continue to provide this for you. I know people need to hear this, so I won't set up a paywall or subscription level. I refuse to be beholden to advertising corporations that control the content. You are who I want to serve. So help produce the next episode to spark the light in someone else to push back against the chaos of darkness, one person at a time. Go to elainecross.com, that's E-L-A-Y-N-E, cross as in Jesus died on the cross, dot com, and make a donation. Then send a note to me at donation at elainecross.com. Let's continue. Now we're not going to say that last little bit because we they want you, we want you to be honest with us. You go to a restaurant with your wife and some girl comes by, hey Nate, how you doing? And touches your shoulder and oh, you know, I haven't seen you in a long time, whatever. You know in your head, you've slept with her. Now, you can tell your wife, ex-girlfriend, you don't need to tell her you lived with her for three years or you whatever. You know what I mean? You can give that information in time. It's like you don't have to give it all at one time because. Sounds like another trap. Yeah. It sounds like another trap. Yeah. You know, it's like six months later. It's like, well, just tell me who that chick is. It's like, well, I did. It's like, you lied. You know? No, no, no. No, I mean, I mean, you'd say that you, you dated her. But it's, it's, and I think the same thing goes for a woman to a man. I might say, well, I dated him. Do I have to tell you I slept with him? Because you don't want to know. No. You do not want to know whether I slept with him or not. A younger me would have. I I know. I would have pried. What if he asked, though? What if he asked? A younger me would have pried hard. I know. I would have known. I would have found out everything there is. Now, I think we're mature enough that we just accept the fact that, like, all right. If there, there, there are probably a few, I don't need to know exactly how many, and I don't need to know exactly. And it who really they doesn't are. even matter what it is. Right. I think at this point we've gotten to a maturity level where we're like, I don't really care what happened yesterday. Right. It was before me. Right. We meet today and we hit it off and we uh, when we I make. I don't know. Okay. Maybe not yesterday, but <laughs> no. I don't. If you're you're dating this girl and she's like, yeah, I used to be a porn star. Okay, that's oh, you're that's talking, different. That's, you're talking about like drastic. Okay, so again, this I, is oh, goes used, back, I, this goes back to the def, the yeah, woman I, being defiled. I used to like, be a prostitute, less less attractive. Like, yeah, I get it. I, I, okay, so if she didn't tell you, I mean, for most most cases, I, I would rather know the truth. You know what? If she asked me, it's like, do you sleep with her? I'm gonna say yeah. Well, if she asks, I'm yeah. I'm talking about what you voluntarily offer. Withholding the truth, probably right. Yeah, I, I. That's probably the safest bet for a man. For a man, for I, a woman, I, I maybe not. For a man, I, I think. I think it's it's in your best interest if you're actually interested in a woman and you want to entertain this woman to the point of possibly long term relationship. You should think the way you just said, a hundred percent of the time, unless given unless sure. given no other option. Yeah, hold it all back. Tell them I, nothing. Keep the mystery. Oh my lawyer. You know, give up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I I agree with you. I think you're probably right, but I don't know. I'm huge on trust, and I want honesty. I'm gonna give honesty, straight up. Right. You know, and 
You tell them, no, I didn't sleep with her. Well, and no, then, I'm, not saying, out, I'm not saying lie. I'm not saying lie. I'm not saying lie. He's just, he, he's saying you I just get give them nothing unless they ask for it. Right. And, and then if they ask, you'll be honest. Literally part of the being looked well, and part of the being whole, the whole, like what we talk about looking weak to a woman, it's like, you know, you're diverging information they didn't even ask you about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you almost just got to like, forget it. Sure. You're like, well, and I think a big part of it too is the difference between the dating stage, the engagement stage and the married stage. I'm sure. I don't know because I've never been through those other stages, but I'm sure. Right, right. Because like you can have conversations with Monty. We could never have with our girlfriends, I'm sure. Yes. But also, I think although we had, we've had some pretty open conversations right from the get go. Um, although I don't know, he obviously is a closed book that I have to pry. <laughs> oh, great! No, no pressure. My, my, my man's experience. There's nothing to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, He's like, what's that lawyer's number? Yeah. Because part of the security that women want is the security in the relationship. So the security in the relationship in the beginning, that's almost like a bank account. You, you, you put money, you put security deposits in as the relationship develops, right? So when you start, you've got no security deposit because it's first date, right? The first date, the first time you talk, whatever. And as you, you are honest and as you share the information that, that she wants to hear, because again, if she doesn't ask, she doesn't want to know or whatever, you know, and you have these open conversations, then you have them and you build that security deposit. You're depositing more in that security bank for her. The more emotionally engaged she becomes, the more volatile that security deposit becomes just because as she puts her heart into it, if you violate that security in any way, which to me is the reason why six months should be a marriage proposal. You should know if you're with somebody by six months, I mean, frankly, you should know by four months. That's crazy. We got chicks online there. Like I'm going to go date dudes for three months before I even date them <laughs> just to see if that they're sure that's who they want. Well, I mean, that's fine if you're talking online dating and you're just talking, sharing letters and, and emails. Yeah, and really But what I'm, what, I mean, we were engaged in six months. Uh, you you, we you should know. Ready. You would know. We, we were ready. You do. We you were think, both yeah. ready to find somebody. We were both months, ready to know? be. I do. But you don't. It's a interesting circumstances, though. If have it was you, different. Have you asked? About what? For an Amerio? Well, I haven't asked her to marry me, but yeah. So you've had conversations. I mean, yeah. So you've had conversations. You've oh, had yeah. discussions about oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's also a weird scenario. But then the other thing that I see in society is this prolonged engagement. And I think there's a problem with that. Because well, it's part it's, of it, though, also is like, I don't know, to be honest with you, like for me, I'm scared to marry someone just because like, okay, so again, I, every one of my relationships has been at least over two years. Most of them have been four or six years. You know what I mean? Like longer relationships. And the ways that I've watched the women that I fell in love with turn into women that I didn't even admire anymore is scary. You know, and it's like, it's almost the point where like, 
you know, again, we're so we're like 30 years old. Who are we going to date? You know what I mean? We're probably going to date somebody younger to mid-20s, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, does a woman even know who she is in her young 20s? Yeah, because the women that I knew that were in their young 20s that are 30 now, not even the same woman. Right. So then it's like, okay, so now I'm going to commit myself to someone who could possibly completely change who they are. Those women that you dated for two and six years. I'm just saying one of the one of the reasons I think that people are hesitant. Oh, I get it. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. And I think that if you involve Christ. That was where I was going because you wouldn't let me speak was where was their relationship with Christ? I know where yours was. You had a heart, but you didn't have a life. If you were seeking someone now, which you are, are you seeking women that are anything like those women just based on their relationship with Christ? I know. They're, they're no they're no goes right from the get-go, right? 100%. You want somebody who's committed to Christ, committed to a relationship with God, has God first in their life, and knows that God will be first in their life above you for the rest of their life. Better be above me. So can you even compare that? Because Probably not, no. Can you expect someone to stay the same over a 40-year marriage? Probably not. Do you expect to be the same person you are now, 40 years from now? I'm not the same I was last year. Exactly. You hope not. <laughs> the point of marriage is it's it's a commitment and it's a... You have to pick somebody um, going the same direction you are. Right. It, I mean, this is, this is a decision that you make that thick and thin, we're in this together. And there may be times when we just hate each other, but we're not going anywhere because we're in this together. That's the part that scares me. You know, divorce is rampant. The last thing I want to do is marry somebody get divorced. Right. You know, no offense to you, but it's like everybody in our entire lives. Like, we, uh, who do you know? Like, you know, we we might know. It's like, oh yeah, I know that one guy that has a brother that, or he's never been divorced. People from people from church. People from church. You know, my two sisters never been divorced. That's about it. Most of the people in our lives, which is cool. I, you know, I don't know. But again, it's surrounding yourself with people who have also made it through those really rough times. I know. Having those mentors in your life that you can go to, especially as men, since we've already discussed the fact that you can't really be completely vulnerably weak to your wife. Although you can share those times, you have to be conscious of the fact that that tears the foundation. She builds her foundation on you. She builds her house for you together. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to be unemployed and you're not going to be injured and you're not going to be poor and, you know, homeless or whatever. But as long as your head is in the game that we got this and we're going to figure it out and we're going to get through it. And yeah, this sucks right now, but we got it. She'll keep going. If the commitment is there between the two of you and marriage takes work. It's not a, you know, it's not a, okay, once we got the wedding done, we're good for the next 50. Well, I think me and him are both on the same page with that. Like, I'll work my butt off for a marriage for the next 50 years. I, I'm, right. I'm worried about a woman who's not going to put in the effort that I'm going to put in. Right. I but know I think, I'm ready to put that I effort in. I think that comes from, A, knowing you're ready, and B, knowing your relationship with Christ. I think a lot of women would get married sooner if they were asked by somebody that they... And, and I wouldn't say respect, but trusted with their security, with their safety, with their, you know, it's like, I know as an individual woman, and this is not the world speaking. This is, this is an honest woman talking. 
I am very vulnerable out there in the big bad world. You know, I can't take my car to just any place. I can't call just any repair guy. I can't just, you know, that doesn't change because there's always people that will, that are out there that want to take advantage of you. But if I know that my husband's got my back, even when he doesn't say anything, and it's like, I don't need you to fight my battles. I need, and this is another thing that, that women do to men that is probably not fair, but it's just is how it is. We talk about what we're dealing with. And see, that's where you are, where you're a talker. You verbally process a lot of things. Wear my heart on my sleeve. Right. And, and as you verbally process, you're going to have to find a woman who can take that, which means you're probably going to find a woman who doesn't talk a lot, which is probably going to drive you batty and sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I need a woman who just ignores 90% of what yeah. I say. Exactly. <laughs> Pure conjecture. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. I, I have that's no true. idea. I guess that's just the worry. But, we, but women do process verbally, but it doesn't mean that we want you to go jump in and, and, and fix it all because that's where that's the man we want. The man we love is going to jump in and put out the fire and save the dog. And you know, we'll see. Whatever. So that's the problem. Again, that goes back to the, the thing that me and him can't stop talking about for the last year and a half, you know, and it's the fact that it's like, okay, so me, okay. Think about me. What you just said, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm verbal about everything. Like, if you're in the room with me for more than 10 minutes, you probably know exactly where I stand on just about everything in my entire life, okay? Right. So that's who I am as a person. But yet we also just talked about the relationship that you have to have with a woman in order for to keep interest, right? All right, so it's like I'm supposed it's almost like I'm supposed to to hold back who I am in order to find a woman or entertain a woman. Well, no, I don't think you have to hold back who you are. I think you can share what you're what you're doing but with, you can't. What you, what, when you're frustrated you know whatever. I am too with my emotions yes. and 90% of the time my mouth is my emotions well and that might be something that God just needs to help you work on yeah maybe I don't know because you do get pretty out there that's also who God made me not necessarily it, you can share your emotions without being so verbose so Bold. Bold. So big. And I, that's who I am. I don't no, yeah, again, I mean, you know. I'd be holding back who I truly am. I, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's weird. It's like, it, it's almost like playing games. Like, I even find myself doing that. I go on a first date, and I'm all well-reserved and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, I, I get to this point where I start to get comfortable, and I'm like, who the hell is this? You know what I mean? It's because, like, most people can't, you're, you, like, you're not going to be able to handle me first go. Let's just be honest. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I can see you finding somebody in a small group. Yeah, somebody who social. somebody who falls for you is probably already going to know you. Right. I think you yeah. need, there probably won't be a first date. Right. right. You. I think it's one of those things where you, like, if you guys were in a small group. Right. How do you find those? Small groups are not hard, but the small group with the girl that you're going to marry, that could be a little <laughs> I, I think finding yeah. a small group in general is hard, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, we're all so stuck in our beliefs. You know, like, I'm not willing to, to, to sacrifice my morals and values to go find a woman. Unfortunately, it well, seems like that's what we would have to do. Like, it's like, okay, this whole, well, we're going to talk about morals and values, or we're going to talk about gray areas of belief. But before we get into that, we need to take a break. 
Well, this has been good. Thanks yeah. for joining yeah. me. And uh, we let our light shine in the good times and the rough times. Because rough times are coming. If you're not in one now, praise God. If you're in one now, praise God. If you just finished with one, praise God. But how are you letting your light burn while you're in those times, good or bad? is what can lead someone else around you to say, hey, why are you different? Well, that's our duty. That's our commandment to go and disciple all nations. How? Loving God and loving others. Thanks for joining me. Stay tuned for the next episode of Dinner at the Crosses. Till next time. Do you want to start or further develop a relationship with Jesus? Go to elainecross.com Jesus and download the free ebook, Connecting to Your True Power Source. It covers connecting with Jesus, choosing a Bible, how to pray, and finding a church home and more. Again, that's elainecross.com forward slash Jesus.